Hello, and welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. So very happy to be with you today. You know, this is the season, the season of giving, the season of connecting, the season of being together with family and loved ones. We tend to put family, love, connection, food, celebration first during this time. I know that many people get super busy because they are figuring out ways to fit into their already usually busy schedules the things that they think really matter. Traveling to be with loved ones, making time to celebrate after work, filling up their weekends with activities that matter in a different kind of way, breaking routine but breaking that routine in search of connection. And I know that has been true for my family since I was a little girl growing up. I just remember that our house was filled with music and you know the smell of hot apple cider and good savory meals and the giggles of children and the friendly voices of family and loved ones who would come visit. And we just celebrated Thanksgiving. For my family, Thanksgiving marks the beginning of travel. We are almost constantly on the road going somewhere from Thanksgiving through New Year's uh, because we live in New York and our family uh, members are in other places. So my mom who's 92 and my sister Stephanie and her family are in Baltimore where I grew up. So we definitely go there as much as we can. We were just there for Thanksgiving. And it's interesting making that drive during the holiday season. I think the trip is supposed to be about three hours. It, during the holidays, it's usually five or six hours. But we make it special. So when, when our daughter, Carrie, was little, but she could read letters, when at that stage when she could read letters, we would look at the license plates to figure out where are all the R's, where are all, or we'd go through the alphabet. And if you found an A, then the next time you could find a B and so on. And, and this was our way of having fun together, letting the time pass in, in an inspired way, rather than feeling grouchy and why are we still on the road. I remember when we used to travel with my Aunt Audrey and Uncle Henry to go different places when, when my sisters and I were little. And the trip would be so long. And we'd say, Uncle Henry, when are we going to get there? Where is it? And he'd say, just over that hill. And we're almost there, just over that hill. And there would be hill after hill after hill. But that was his way of helping us to see the horizon line and long for whatever the destination was. What does that mean to me? What I want to explore today is making each moment count. You know, I end my broadcast um, inviting you to make the moment count. And I don't just say that, I mean it. I mean it because I think it makes a difference. When whatever it is you're doing, that you are savoring that moment, that 
whatever is before you, you are intentional enough that you recognize what's before you and you honor it by seeing it, by allowing yourself to fully experience it, by choosing the positive whenever possible and stopping yourself when you're not choosing the positive. So that's why with little kids in the car, if you you clock the uh, license plates, that's something to do. It's fun. You see a lot of cars. It keeps your gaze out of the window. So if you have uh, the propensity to get a little car sick, it helps you because you're looking outside of the car. It's fun. It's educational. It's engaging everyone. We sing songs and we still do. We don't do the alphabet with the license anymore. My daughter's now officially 18. But we sing and we tell stories and we enjoy each other. We make those moments count. And trust me, any of you who take long car drives, you know, if you don't choose to figure out ways to enjoy each other and to make that time pass in a positive way, you can either fall asleep, which is certainly not good if you're the driver. You can get irritable because it's long. Uh, you can just feel like this is endless and you don't want to do it anymore. Those of you who have taken long road trips, you know what I'm talking about. So making the moment count in a situation like that is figuring out how to enliven it, how to give it some energy so that you can, you can extract something wonderful out of something that could seem mundane. I'm thinking about making each moment count also because at this very time when we are celebrating, we're celebrating family, we're celebrating um, love, we're celebrating connection. We also, many of us are mourning. I can't even tell you how many people I know who have lost loved ones. Three of my line sisters from my sorority, Delta Sigma Theta, women I pledged with 40 years ago. Three of them in the past few days have lost their mothers. And I can't even imagine. You know, I feel so blessed that my mother, who's 92, is actually healthier in many ways this year than she was last year when she was fighting COVID. She's here. She's with us. I was with her two days ago. These three women have lost their mothers. And hey, they were blessed to have them for a long time. But still they're gone. And that ache is deep. Um, another friend of mine, Ilyasa Shabazz, daughter of Malcolm X, just lost her baby sister. She was found in her home, gone. And she's a twin. I can't even imagine what it's like for a twin sister to lose someone young, certainly younger than whatever we think is the time that you should pass. It's difficult. I just learned, you know, part of my world is fashion and the rising star in fashion, African-American man, Virgil Abloh, gone at 41, gone. And I'm sure if I asked all of you each one of you, have you lost someone in the past few days, weeks, months? The answer is going to be yes. 
The answer would have been yes anyway, because this is the circle of life. But in this time of the scourge of COVID, so many people have lost loved ones because that's an added you know, accelerator for loss. Whatever the reason, what we know, and my mother used to say this all the time, the only moment that we have is the one we are in. That's it. This moment, this is the moment we have. Together, those of us who are together right now, this is the moment we have. We don't have past moments. We have memories of past moments. We don't have future moments. We have the hope for the anticipation of something that will happen sometime ahead of now. But literally, all we truly have is the moment that we are in, this moment. And that's why I want us to really contemplate what it means to make each moment count. I want to say to you that these people, whether it's somebody's mom, whether it's the rising star fashion designer, Ilyasa's sister, your cousin, best friend, neighbor, spouse, whoever that was who left us, wasn't planning on leaving that day. That wasn't on the list of things to do. I'm leaving the planet today. No. Sadly, there are few people who make those choices and I cannot even understand the depth of sorrow that must be in their soul when they make the choice to leave the planet. And that's a very small group. Most people when most people pass away, even when they're ill, they don't think they're dying that day. And we, we tend to believe, oh, tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to do what I've been putting off. Tomorrow I'm going to call that person I miss. Tomorrow I'm going to go to the gym and really work out and feel energized. Tomorrow I'm going to take a nap or go to bed early rather than staying up all night doing something that wears down my body. Whatever it is, what is the thing that you have said, I'm going to do tomorrow? And then you don't do it because your schedule is filled with other activities and and you don't you don't recognize that it is important to pause. It's important to pause and to assess what should I be doing next? What would be the best way for me to spend my time? When you take a moment to assess that, you pause and look around at your life, at your world, and rather than just going through the motions, you pause and you ask yourself the question, how can I make this moment count? What should I do now that will guide my steps toward my intentions? As opposed to just plodding along or speeding along because many of us are moving fast. Do you ever find yourself moving fast and you don't know, how did I get to where I am? Has that ever happened to you? 
I want us to pause and take a few deep breaths and connect to the space inside that guides us so that instead of just moving fast or slow, we're moving with intention. In that way, we literally can make the moment count. It's not a huge effort. It's a conscious effort that I'm talking about. That you don't just zip through an experience. You experience it. And I think about, I just see one of my dear sores just came on the broadcast, um, Peaks. And uh, Peaks, I don't know whether you heard me when I said this, but I was speaking about loss and how three, three people, and they weren't just nine sisters, nine sisters and other sorors from our chapter lost their moms just in the past few days. We lost my special sissy a few weeks ago. And she is such an interesting person I'd like to tell you all about. A woman who was the most dynamic, loving, caring, generous person. And she was struck with early onset Alzheimer's and fought the good fight. That is a devastating disease. And even though it was devastating, she and her husband and family fought with the clearest of intention. And she lived for a long time and kept fighting, even though it was difficult. And even though she was ill, like I said before, even when people are ill, we never think that the day is going to come when they leave us. It's true about all of us. We don't imagine that day, not really. And so we still know it's going to come, but we don't know when. And so the, the way that I want us to think about this, rather than the sadness of the end of life, it is the life that we're living. How can we live our lives to the fullest? Not meaning that we have to do some huge dramatic thing that that's not what I mean by make it count. It can be a tiny thing. It's not that you have to be Elon Musk or you have to discover the cure for COVID-19. We want all of those things. We want people to have breakthrough discoveries and all kinds of stuff, but that's not what I'm talking about. When I talk about make each moment count, I'm talking about the everyday. Your life in the everyday. What can you do now to make this moment matter? And, you know, there's something that people, I think it was probably in the 90s when all the rage was talking about multitasking. And if you were going to be successful in your life, you had to be able to do three, four, five things at the same time. And this push came for women in particular to claim the value of multitasking. Some of you will remember this. Lots of articles written about it, about how to do it, how to do it effectively. If you can 
um, you know, do this one thing and that and this other one and, and juggle them at the same time, then you are going to be successful. And after a while, we started seeing articles about burnout, about people going, oh my gosh, I can't keep all the balls in the air. The balls keep crashing. I've got this idea over here and this one over here. And when I take my eyes off of that one to do this one, then that one doesn't work anymore. How many of you have had that experience? I know if you tell the truth, many of you will say yes. I will. I'll say yes. And then there came more articles, more studies. Researchers saying, oh, guess what? Multitasking doesn't work. It doesn't make you more efficient. If you try to do three things at the exact same time, it's going to take three times longer usually to do it. Instead, if you focus on one thing, complete it, check it off your list, and then pivot to the next thing, complete it and check it off your list, and so on, you actually can be more efficient. Now that understanding that many researchers now have is the opposite of what was being touted 20 years ago. 20 years ago when women were skyrocketing to the top um, until they reached the glass ceiling. Few pierced the glass ceiling, but not enough yet. But this, this notion of having to do everything in order to have a chance to have everything was a misnomer. And it really wore a lot of people out, made their lives miserable, made them feel unfulfilled because it didn't work. It might have worked for a few minutes, but not long term. Because scientists suggest that our bodies don't really work that way. Interesting, right? So make each moment count. Applying that philosophy to the speediness with which many of us approach life says to me, it's time to pump the brakes. Maybe not come to a screeching halt. Maybe you can do it gently, easily. Maybe you let go of some of the things that you've been clinging to that just feel overwhelming one at a time. Sometimes we know when people are holding all of those things, all those responsibilities, and it becomes so heavy to do so, it is a screeching halt because the body stops, you get sick, you pass out, you, it can feel like you explode or you get worn down. I want to suggest that we don't have to wait for that. We can easily slow down, let go of one thing at a time, recognize that we do not have to do every one of those things at the same time. And sometimes we have to let go of things that are just in the way, that are extras that we don't need. So what if we do that? What if we consciously step back and evaluate what have we included in our moment? What, what is in this moment for you right now? Are you, while you are engaged with me during this Dream Leapers Inspiration time, are you doing something else? How easily 
will you be distracted if you actually are doing something else rather than giving yourself this half hour of being together? I know for me, if I weren't delivering this broadcast, I might be trying to do something in addition. And then I would hear half of the words, but not all of them. Then I would not go as deeply as I might if I'm distracted by something else. Is that you? If so, I want you to pause. Pause right now. Pause and be with me. Pause and let's be together. Let's take our deep breaths. I think this is a good time for that. Put your feet flat on the floor, guys. Your hands, thumbs, and forefingers touching. Close your eyes. Sit up straight and tall, but easily. Take a deep breath in. Breathe in all the goodness that you can hold. And then gently let out that breath. Let go of all the distracting energy around you. Breathe in deep. Breathe in light and love. Let it fill your body. Breathe out long. Breathe out any tension in your body. One more time. Breathe in deep. Allow yourself to feel filled with the light of love. Breathe out long. Allow yourself to just be. Just be here now. Let's be in this moment now together. Just breathe naturally and allow yourself to be fully present. Invite yourself to make this moment count. Do that by being here now. As we are here, I want you to offer up to your spirit all of the loss that you may have experienced recently. We've talked a bit about loss today. Who have you lost? Offer that name to grace. What have you lost? Offer whatever that is to grace. Do you feel lost now? Offer that feeling to grace. If you've lost more than one thing, person, love, offer each individually to grace. Continue to breathe. Gently let the breath move in and out of your body. And allow yourself to release the pain of loss. And allow yourself to see the joy that you experienced before that loss. Because that's a memory you can hold on to. Just breathe. Allow yourself to be fully present in this moment. Just breathe. 
Give yourself permission to make this moment count. Enjoy the natural movement of the breath as it goes in and out of your body. Any troubling thoughts, let them pass. Any thoughts at all, notice them and let them pass. Be here now. Connect to your heart center. Connect to that space of grace that connects you to God. Feel God's love moving in and out of your body with the breath. Allow God's love and light to fill your being and shower you with blessings. Make this moment count by allowing yourself to be fully present right here. Don't feel rushed. Be present. If thoughts of what's next come up, let them go. Just be here. Be present. Make this moment count. Now gently open your eyes. How do you feel? Feel good? Do you feel full? Do you feel positive energy grounding you? I hope so. You know, throughout this time of quarantine, we've been having these Dream Leapers broadcasts really since April of 2020. And I began these broadcasts to connect with anyone who would like to understand and know that you're not alone. That we can do this together, that we can connect heart to heart with each other together. And the people need to be together. And being in isolation for a long time is hard for every one of us even people who like to be alone. And even though this connection is a broadcast, it still is a heart-to-heart connection. And as you experience, it just takes a couple of minutes to get grounded in your own heart, to get anchored in the moment. I was talking to one of my daughter's friends the other day, because they're all applying for college and it gives you some high-level nerves when you're waiting and wondering and still in the application process. This young man was motoring so fast, talking about where he's applied and what he's waiting for and what's going to happen. And he was speeding, 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 speeding as he was talking. He was excited but worried. And in that moment, it wouldn't have been appropriate for me to stop him and say, moments breathe together. So what I did was to just do some deep breathing for him as a gift, energetic gift to him. Just as I spoke to him, I worked to make my cadence clear to him 
so that perhaps he would slow down a little bit. Turns out he got into the school that he wanted the most, that he did early decision for. And so he's one of the few who knows already where he's going to go to college. And so there's a relief that goes with that. Why do I mention this? It's a good example. Sometimes our hearts are going to race. Sometimes there's fear, there's worry, there's anticipation, there's a swirl of energy that fills us. And we may not even realize that it's occurred. It's then, in that moment, that you can pause and breathe. What we just did, you can do that for yourself. When you feel the swirl of energy inside of your being knocking you over, turning you into like the Tasmanian devils, swirling, 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 you can change the energy with a couple of minutes, just a couple of minutes. It's amazing how much power you have. And engaging the breath helps you to engage that power instantly. You can change your energy. When you feel you're spinning out of control, when you feel you're so sad, or even if it's a euphoric high that you know is going to lead you to a love, you can change the energy by breathing deeply and meditating for a few minutes. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be long, but it is you engaging yourself in that moment and making that moment count. It works. Every time we do it together, I know it works. I feel it. I feel it just like you feel it. You can do this for yourself. And I want you to. During this season, we're doing special episodes throughout this season. During this season, it is so important to stay grounded. And there are innumerable reasons why it is difficult to do so. We're breaking routine, we're traveling, we're eating and drinking more than we should, we're not moving as much as we should, we're putting ourselves in the company of people who stir up old energies. So many things happen. So many things. And yet, we can be in control of ourselves, of our energy, of our peace, or lack thereof. No matter who you are, you can engage peace. You can engage your spirit so that you do not allow others to knock you off of your center. You can do this by being fully present in the moment and making that moment count and deciding that that's what you're going to do. So I invite each and every one of you today to practice making the moment count. When you feel you need some help, do your deep breathing and a couple minutes of meditation. You might make a list. How can you make your day count? What might you do today so that you make many moments count one after the next? You are worth it. Whatever you're going through emotionally, and this is an emotional time of year, 
offer that emotion to grace. Offer it again and again. If you're feeling pain, offer the pain to grace. If you're feeling sadness, offer the sadness to grace. If you're feeling joy, offer the joy to grace. It works. It can protect you, protect your spirit, protect your heart, bring you a deep feeling of joy. Give that gift to yourself. Until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.